You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, Call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. You are now listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Whoop, whoop. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I am Cole Baldridge. He is the intern, Cole the intern Baldridge, Cole back Baldridge. again. You're listening to us on... Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And don't forget, you can catch us at NerdThugRadio.com or Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. That's it. Nerd I studied all week for that. Radio. You did. So I'm how, so proud. How'd, um, so let's catch up on the week. How did uh, how'd your gas problem turn out? Yeah. So Everything, everything okay? Everything like, turned out all right. Did nothing, it come out okay? Nothing exploded. No, and that's the good thing. Like, nothing good, exploded. Good, good. I'm happy for you. Uh, yeah, we definitely... The day job uh, during the week now, we definitely nicked a gas line. My apologies to the neighborhood. <laughs> well, it wasn't good. me directly, so like I, yeah, I had nothing to do I with it. I didn't think you'd be out there nicking gas lines. But I was definitely one of the guys who was stuck there because of it. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, because basically they're just like, well, everyone, like, so the guy. No one leave. Right. The guy running the whole neighborhood was like, well, you guys all have to stay until they get this fixed. And I was kind of like, but I don't really, like, uh, today's my first day. Yeah, I get a phone call at, like, <laughs> 6 o'clock, 5.30. Uh, I feel like 5, 5.30, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like, way out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm like, well, what happened? We nicked a gas line. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing around gas? Like, you realize your, like, court order says yeah. stay away from gas lines. Right, I know. Yeah, it, it went really well with my gasoline story last week, too. Just, <laughs> isn't that crazy? No one on the age of 16 can pump gas? I didn't realize. I mean, it makes sense. I've been pumping gas since I was like seven. No, and I have too because because our our single mothers were like, right. I'm not getting out and pumping gas. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely pumped gas as a child for years, over and over again. Um, over and over but again. But that was the end of Nelly's career, by the way. Yes. Oh my lord. That song. Oh man. So uh, so yeah. So actually, in in regards to that gas story. Yeah. The I got sent on a family trip one time. Uh, they were gonna fire up the grill for a little, you know, weekend grilling, and run out of lighter fluid. Okay. So, stepdad, he trusts me completely. He oh, says, yeah. hey, run up to the corner store, grab some uh, lighter fluid. So, I walk into the corner store. Well, I mean, I rode my bike up there, but I walk in and I was like, hey, uh, can I get some lighter fluid? Like, just thinking it was uh, in the back room because <laughs> I didn't see any in the in the aisles. And they were like, mm, even if we had some, we couldn't sell it to you because I was like 14 at the time. Yeah. And I was like, well, my dad sent me to some, come get some. Right. And literally, there was a guy in line to buy food or gasoline or something, and he said... Well, stay away from my block. Like I'm walking around setting things on fire. You probably. You, I, I mean, mean you listen. Probably look like you would set stuff. I know, on fire. and I'm not even saying I didn't. Just not that day. Just not that day. And I was just like, well, my dad sent me up here. Man, I've been playing with fire since I was like five. Right. 
We used you, to burn our own trash back in the day. And you know what's funny is like you once you become 18, you forget these things. Right. You know, you buy permanent markers or something, and like you see the little age thing come up on the grid, and you're like, what? Why was, what, what was that for? No one's helping the magic marker. Right. And then like the super glue. And Although Ali Savage did almost blow me up one time with lighter fluid. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe 100%. So we were at, I don't even believe it was an accident. We were at my mom's for uh, Mother's Day one year. Okay. And uh, we were grilling out. And so I am a master griller. It's like the mm. only thing I can do when it comes to cooking food these days. Okay. I can grill like a beast. And so, but I don't like charcoal. I'm a propane guy. I'm propane, propane accessories. So not real grilling then. Okay. Similar, but not can grill it. <laughs> and so I got, but I got charcoal in there and I've already, you know, with charcoal, you have to like wet the coals. And yes. Let it sit for a few and then you come back and light it. Right. I'd already done that. And as I'm coming out, I see her out there and she's just like. Just, just soaking just going it. to town, man, and it's like hitting and splattering over everything, and, and like, like fumes too. That's right. part. I'm like, fumes. what is going on? And so I walk up and I go to light it, but I kind of step back a bit, and as the flame gets, it just goes, boom! I, <laughs> I jump, I jump back. My life flashes before my eyes. I'm laying on the ground. I'm just sitting there, like, am I still here? Am I still here? <laughs> like literally, like all my arm hairs are cinched. Like part of my eyebrow is gone. Like, if you wanted to kill me, like just do it in my sleep, right? Please, like right. make it painless for me. <laughs> uh, so my stepdad blew himself up recently. Oh, that sounds nuts. Yeah. So they burned their trash out there. Now they got that land. And today, your mom forgot the aerosol cans. Yes. Yeah, we used to do that too. Yeah, and so Nailed like. It. So like I well I think he forgot because my mom doesn't really do trash. She doesn't do anything. Right. So trash, trash is trash related. Right. So he probably it's probably hundred percent his fault. That's why he didn't complain she about it. She tried to call me out the other day. We'll get to that story. In a oh yeah, I want to hear this. Go ahead. But so anyway, he definitely threw an aerosol can in there, not realizing it, and that thing went off as he was walking by it. Like and it was enough that it knocked him down and singed his eyebrows. The next day, he came into work at the office and tried to act like there wasn't anything mm-hmm. wrong, and he looked two faced. <laughs> like he looked like one side was red, like yeah. he looked like severely sunburned, yeah, and his eyebrow was missing a little bit, and the other side looked normal. So I'm looking at him for all of about three seconds before I go, "Are you really not going to say what happened?" And he goes, "What? And what I'll, do you mean?" Right? And I was like, "Seriously, I, I had too see much it. wine last night. What can I say?" And I was like, "I could see it." And he was like, "Oh yeah, I almost blew up." So we used to burn our trash back in the day, right. me and my gramps. So right. I'm like third, fourth grade, and we're burning trash. And the girls were supposed to take all the aerosol cans, and we would take them, donate them, or whatever. Right? Yeah, you get rid well, of them somehow. Yeah, and they had forgotten. And so, like me, <laughs> like you know, you got to move the fire around a little bit. So yeah. me, like I'm like you're eight, in there. I'm like nine, ten with a rake. I'm on top of the backside of the fire, pushing stuff around, <laughs> feeling like a man because I'm burning stuff. And uh, I'm standing on top, and literally one right below me just boom, and like shot me up a little bit, and I fell back and rolled around. And God, I was like, what was that? Did it deter me from doing it again? No, no, no right not back. at all. I was not right back all. on the pit. That's right, fearless. Right, right back in the saddle. Fearless. No, so your mom, right? Yeah. So I am the T-ball coach extraordinaire. This is true. This is a risky position for you, I feel like. It, it is, but it isn't. Okay, all right. Um, Because I, we're undefeated right now. Congratulations, 1-0. No, we're 3-0. Thank oh, you. you guys played a lot of games. It's yeah, like- we played three already. We played... Last Saturday, in one week, we played three games in one week. Oh. And then we had a whole week off. What? Weird how they do things. I don't know. No, but yeah, it's it, it kind of risky schedule. because now we're keeping score and there's outs. Right. And so you don't know if the pal of parents are going to react to you. Right. Also, like, if their kid doesn't develop, like, if he doesn't figure out how to play baseball, it's right. your fault. Well, not at this age. This age, I'm okay. It's still your fault. We get to, like, seven. That's why we're changing directions come next year. We've got a whole, <laughs> we got a whole new idea. Oh, yeah? But no, right? Like, you don't know if you're being too hard on them. Right. But, 
some of these kids, I've got seven kids on my team this year that I had the, la the last year when we were just playing around for fun. Right. So their parents know how we are, and they're like, whatever you want to do and say, you do it. So I'm like out there, like Coach Bob Knight in baseball. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? What position are you playing? And I was like, I was telling you about your, your nephew. Yeah. Because your nephew's, you know, is on my team. Your brother-in-law is my assistant coach. I'm like holding him by his helmet, just talking to him, and his eyes start wavering. I'm like, no, no, no. Right here in my eyes. Stay right with me. Eyes. Stay with me. So your mom and uh, Frank are at a game, and uh, I think it was, it was the first game. They're there, and uh, have this kid on, on pitcher's mound, and I'm telling him what to do. Hey, if this happens, or this happens, or this happens. And these kids are five. Some of them are right. six. Yeah. So it can be a lot to— uh, It's a lot of process. It's and, a lot of information. Uh, and um, your mom goes—your uh, your mom yells, like, those are too many directions to give that kid. And uh, your sister's like, don't coach him. And, uh, <laughs> and, she, and uh, your mom goes, I changed his diapers. I can say that. <laughs> and, uh, sure, right? I mean, accurate. Like, accurate. What do you, yeah, what do you say to sure that? Sure enough, the ball hits to my kid, and he does one of the three things. I told him exactly what to do and gets out. I was like, you see that? Because I told her, I was like, just be patient. Just listen. Just, just watch what happens here. <laughs> sure enough, he listened to everything I said, made the play. We nailed it. And she's like, okay, well. All right, you're you're right, but I did change your diapers. <laughs> wow, you got a you're right out of my mom. Right, I mean, I'm, I'm, whoa, I'm different. Than whoa, you. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Check the date Check on the that date. one. Did you write that down? October the third. Oh man, no, not, not the third, fourth. You better seventh. October seventh. You better write that down and put October seventh. Yeah, and Didi said I was right. That's right. Yeah, you better hold on to that one forever. Oh, I will. Yeah. Wow, are it's, you it's like crazy. How, did, how did that feel? Oh, I mean, you know, I'm hardly the top in the world because. I'm the greatest T-ball coach. I feel ever. like I'm doing an interview right now with somebody who's like Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, like you just made the greatest play. Like, like you know, I mean, it, it what are you, what are you good, doing now? Good, you know, you know, my hands. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. hands right now. I mean, we have a real but good like, team. It's so funny, like little league baseball. It's T-ball, and, and the fun thing about T-ball is the ball's put in play every time. Right. Yes. Every time the ball's hit, it's in play. Something can happen. Well, kids can strike out still, right? Not in T-ball. Oh, okay. Most of these kids, honestly, like. Now, my teams, we're, we're pretty darn good, so they don't miss the ball. Okay. But even the other teams, like maybe two swings in the third one, they've got it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's no strikeouts. The ball's always in play, so there's action all the time. I feel right? like I struck out in T-ball. You probably I did. I probably did. And uh, so, like, after the first game, uh, Allie Savage, my wife, and uh, my other coach's wife, they're in the dugout with us, and they were just like, this is so intense. <laughs> I was like, I know. It is awesome, isn't it? And they're like, no, no, no. I almost got thrown out of game two. Um you have to wear a badge. Oh. And uh, I forgot mine. Uh-oh. Um, and so I, I'm your brother-in-law, Gus, I said, hey, you've got to act as the manager of this game. So you need to go up there and do all the pregame stuff. I used to be an umpire, so I know all the rules, right? The umpire is technically only supposed to talk to the guy who comes up first. That's all he has to talk to. And I just pushed his limits because he was the worst umpire I've ever seen. Uh-oh. Like, uh -oh. no consistency. Like, me and him are going back at it. He's like, you know what? He told, he told your brother-in-law, I told Gus, he said, if he comes up here one more time, I'm throwing him out because... I don't have to talk to him. He, if he wants to talk to me, he needs to say something to you. So then I'd be on the fence and I'd be yelling at, at Gus, 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 tell him about that. So I'm like basically just yelling at him. But, you know, and, uh, literally like after like the, the spoiled girlfriend. Right. Well, tell your yeah, friend yeah. that I said. Right. But like <laughs> and he got the he got mad I think because there was a call that he just totally blew. And so I went up to ask him about it. He wasn't giving me the rule. He was just like trying to tell me what he was looking for. I was like, no, no, no. Like, I don't care what you're looking for. Right. What's the rule? He's like, well, I was like, no, no. Again, I don't care what you saw or what you were looking for. I just want to know the rule. I want to know if you know what you're doing. Right. And he kept talking. And wouldn't he make, didn't know the rule. He wouldn't answer me. So he I didn't just, give you the rule. Mid-sentence, I just turned. Okay. 
I just walked off. <laughs> and he's still talking to me. Like, no, it's fine. I got it. You don't know the rule. That's cool. <laughs> I, I went like Zach on him almost. Okay. You don't know. Fine. Whatever. Uh, see, if I had the power to throw Zach out of things, I probably would throw him out of many things at some point during the day. So I got to think like you, you, you got to toe that line. Right. And the, afterwards they were like, man, he almost got thrown. I was like, I have never been more excited in my life than whenever I was about to get tossed. Because I would have, I would have been like the guy kicking dirt. I'd have picked up a base. I would have just made a scene. Like I wouldn't have cared. Like I'd have made the biggest T-ball coach thrown was out it, scene ever. Was it Roger Clemens who got tossed out of one of his kids' uh, high school yeah, games? I, so. I just love that. I love the idea of like right, like the like a, like a, like a thirty-year-old pizza delivery guy on his on his other job is like right. Roger Clemens. You're out of because here. Because when I umpired, if I had a bad day at work. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I took it out on those coaches. Oh, like, for sure. I was by the book umpire. For sure. And I got so excited when I threw somebody out. Because when you throw them out, they have to leave the park. <laughs> they, they can't even stay. It's considered <laughs> trespassing. And so I'm like, go. You're done. And, and then on the flip side. I'm so like, they got to go sit in their car. On the wait. flip side, I'm like, how much can I push this guy until he throws me out? Oh, gosh. But let's throw oh. ourselves out of this uh, segment here. When we come back, we're going to get into what we like to call now. Around the world in nerd media, you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, this is Joey Savage. Don't forget, check us out on iTunes. Click subscribe. Leave us a review. Also on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us there as well. Catch us out every Monday on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Joey Savage. I'm Corey DLG. And I'm a confirmed hipster. And before we get going on to nerd media around the world. Oh, oh, oh. Intern Colt, why don't you tell our friends here at Nerd Thug Radio about our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, which we will be having our friend Brian McMeans, a.k.a. BMAC, on next segment to talk. But before that, tell them about the place. So with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching... <laughs> school's out now that school has started I warned you I warned you you would do that <laughs> now that school has started and Christmas is almost here you gotta you gotta fig- find a place to take all those restless and rowdy kids and what better place to go than Space Cadets Game and Gaming they have everything Heroclix Magic the Gathering Dungeons and Dragons Star Wars X-Wing Star Wars X-Wing Munchkin Munchkin Star Trek Five Generations no you, Star you Trek the Five Year Mission Yu-Gi-Oh Books. What'd you say? Flux. More hero clicks. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Robinson Road <laughs> in Oak Ridge. Tell Nerd Thug Radio since you get a 10% discount on your largest purchased item. Woo! Well, Woo. That, was, that was fun. That went well. I like it. The learning curve is steep. <laughs> I just, so, backstory before we move yeah. into Nerd Thug Around the World. Before we get going, Colt's like, hey, can I say, can I do this? We're like, yeah, sure, man. Go yeah, ahead. Man. Free reigns. We'll let you do what you want. So, he's like, well, do you, do you have a script sheet? I'm like, I do mine off the top of my head. And Corey reads his. So Corey says, go yeah. ahead and tell him the story. So, so Adam Smasher made fun of us on our show because the copy that I've written is probably at this point seven months old. And so it's never been updated. I just change it as I need to. Because you I, generally read the thing. Right. Because I, yeah. Because again, because I wrote it and also because I realized now that it's changed and summer is over and yeah. school is now here. Yeah. We're in October. So Hello. as I send it, treat. as I send it to our young hipster cult i said hey uh just a uh, heads up fyiz um you're gonna have to kind of ad-lib the front of it because the front of it is now seven months old it's like cool i got it yeah and he did it <laughs> <laughs> oh man there's an crazy. episode of the west wing uh where they're not yeah. sure what the weather's gonna be like and they keep so that's the weather every they, day they keep having to change the front of the script uh of a speech the president's gonna give because they're either gonna be out on this beautiful veranda or something else and so it changes the first line of the script 
for this speech. Okay. And okay. so as they're going through, the, the weather keeps changing, the weather keeps changing. Oh, it's going to rain. Oh, it's not going to rain. Oh, we're going to be outside. Oh, we're not going to So they keep forgetting to change it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so finally, mm-hmm. they're like, right before he goes on, they're like, oh, did you change it? Because we're inside. We're not on the veranda. And he goes, it's the president. He's smart. He's got it. And then you hear him over the background. You go, as we stand on this beautiful veranda, and then he just, just you hear like dead silence where he realizes he just, he just read the wrong he copy. He screwed the pooch. <laughs> oh, West Wing. I've never seen one episode. It, it was a great show. Yeah, it's all right. Decent. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah, I'm still not going to watch it. You cannot convince me. You don't like good TV, though, is your issue. Like, every time you've suggested a show, it's been rough. I don't really like drama and, like, the cop shows or okay. political shows. That's fair. That's or... fair. I usually I, don't like doctor shows, but House was amazing. House was fun. I love Law and Order, though. I can't stand. I it. feel like Law and Order has made me a pretty decent attorney. <laughs> I can't stand Law. And I Order. think I would defend myself in a trial now. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> it's Before, never a good idea to represent yeah. yourself. Never, never. So let's get into what we like to call around the world in nerd media. So over the last week, two very important trailers for some movies coming out. Have hit the airwaves. So the final trailer for Real Justice League. Real theme music pending. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the final trailer for Justice League dropped. Have you seen it, Corey DLG? Uh, I've seen parts of it. I didn't. I I literally actually stopped watching midway through. I was young, like, okay, young, I get it. Young I get hipster it. Padawan did not. Yeah, it really doesn't give a whole bunch. Right. It shows the Parademons, I think, which is like the only reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows mm-hmm. them a little bit in action, but you knew that was going to happen. Right. Um, but other than that, not, not a whole lot that was like oh, i gotta go see it i mean i'm still gonna see it but like i actually think so we won't get too deeply into life into this topic i think the harvey weinstein stuff because ben affleck injected himself into it uh-huh and now also jason momoa is starting to get some flack he's gonna hurt it i think it will i, I think, think so. i mean the timing's really bad because it comes out here in another week or two right but i figure that the demographic for people who are going to see this are males ages 12 to 50 and I think they're still going to go see it. Right. But to get to that big number, you got to bring your ladies. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You, you don't get to the big. You're right. You're we'll right. Come, the, we'll core people, and... the core people are going to go. But the difference between doing 70 million opening weekend and doing 125 is if you bring your date. We'll, uh, we'll uh, get back in two weeks, I guess, when it drops and see what the numbers look like. Yeah. But I, I just I think that stuff is going to. Maybe. Because cause Ben Affleck, in particular, injected himself. Mm-hmm. Into the into the conversation and then got a lot of flack for that because there's a lot of old footage of him not being the biggest gentleman either. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. I was hearing a story and someone was like, uh, "But he was really young. Like, well, he was 31." And then I look at us and like, we'd probably do something stupid like that. Oh, for sure. Look, I when as I hear some of this stuff, I um, movie. I, I know it's not good, but at the same time, I think to myself like. Yeah, I've definitely made some mistakes. Like, right. and I definitely have made some poor choices before where not anything to like an evil magnitude, but right. definitely where like if you had to look back at it and explain it to some people, nothing more than a shrug. Heaven forbid I, Corey DLG becomes famous in oh, 15 years. Oh, my gosh. They will eat you alive. The things that will, the videos alone that I'll have to explain. And honestly, I can't really give anything more than like a shrug and a, eh. this was, it was a, it was a fun night. Like, eh. I don't know what else to tell you. Eh. So, I, I don't know where my pants are. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, the Star Wars uh, trailer This dropped. one raises some more questions. Right, does it make you more interested? No, but it does, you're raise, a Star Wars fan. it does raise but, questions. You're a, it gave me goosebumps. See, here's the thing. I love it. it. I like it a lot. You're, you're right. I'm not. I'm a Star Wars guy, no right. matter what. No, and there's, it, there's two things you know about DLG. Everything Star Wars, everything G.I. Joe. I am 100% in. Everything you know about you? 
Joey yeah. Savage. Joey Savage. Yeah. You Star Wars. DLG. Oh, is it? Yeah. I say Joey DLG. Yeah. That's awesome. You can put yourself in the team. Joey Savage. Star Wars. GI Joe. 100%. I'm in. No, and and I get it. I just I'm so over some of these characters at this point. They've only been in one movie. First of all, most of these characters have been in a lot more than one movie. Only only three of them are only four of them are new, and even those and of the four new ones, I don't like any of them. There's like five new ones. Who are the I'm, I'm the pilot, the girl, Poe Dameron, John Boyega's character, right. Finn, yeah, Ray, Kylo Ren. That's four. Captain Phasma, the new leader of the. Uh, oh, Phasma, yeah. She's sure. got a big role in this one. She was barely in the last one. But she's though. got a big role in this one. Snoke, Snope. But Snope's gonna be somebody that we've right. already seen. Maybe. Of course. Maybe. He is. Of course. He is. A new That's Skywalker's whole... coming back. <sighs> oh yeah. Oh, could, could yeah, we please bye, have more bye, people bye. that we've yeah. only seen four yeah. movies of? Please. There's only been a three. Three. Whatever. Yeah, I love Star Wars. But it, it definitely raised some questions. It definitely seems to be painting the picture that Ray and uh, Kylo and uh, Luke. Luke aren't going to be able to get on the same page in the yeah, beginning. I don't, I don't think so either. See, and I I don't know that I buy that. I think. Mm, I really hope that this is one of those trailers that shows something that doesn't really play out in the movies. So everybody's. I love when people start making all these like assumptions and like theories. But sometimes you could get from sometimes the background of these scenes, you could sometimes see. Sometimes you can. A lot of times you can't. And I love hearing people's stupid theories. Right. And then them getting crushed when the movie comes out. How about, you remember uh, the Cloverfield movie? Yeah. Where it was the shaky handicam monster movie? Uh-huh. And in the beginning, when they were like breaking down the trailer where you only saw the, the monster for about 13 seconds. Right. And it was by, behind a building. And then they like showed that it was Ivan News from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. That was the big internet theory that this was a secret Power Rangers movie. I remember thinking to myself, what a great way to do a Power Rangers movie. And then also, how disappointed would that first round of ticket buyers be when it wasn't? When they hear Morphin Time. Like, <laughs> Morphin Time. Like when they're 40 minutes into the movie and someone goes, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Morph! And you're like, no, 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 don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Yeah, that'd have been great. That was awesome. That would have been hilarious. So another a bit of a little bit of news. I don't know which one I want to go with here. Oh. So Kevin Feige is basically saying they are ending the current MCU universe with Phase 4. So when Avengers 4 ends, it's pretty much the conclusion of the MCU. They're still got tons of stuff coming out for that, but right. it's gonna be like brand new story. But it's like this closes the chapter. So like, are, is he saying that they're like done with interconnected? I don't know. I don't know what um, it means. I don't know what it means. Like, I don't. I don't uh, get how you can end it whenever James Gunn is working on like the Marvel Space Universe, and you're gonna have m- probably another. Um, you have the Spider Man that's coming out after that, right? And then you've got um, probably more Doctor Strange. You got more of everything. Yeah, but I, I don't guess, know what he means by we're ending the MC universe. I guess it's going to leave everything in a place where you could go back to telling, uh, like non-contained, Maybe. non-related. But well, like they they've all, already been, they've never been related anyway. Like they've all, they've all touched. It was then done their own thing. Like and then combined, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's don't, curious. Know it's a curious happened. quote. I'd, I'd like to, but they're they're working so hard not to tell you what's in four, right? So, like, it could mean that they kill everybody. Like, what if they just do kill everybody? Well, I mean, I get the fact that you've got people's contracts running out. Could you kill everyone? No, not everyone. Well, I mean, you can kill the actors who play said characters. We all know that Captain America has been held by his shield. Different people have done it. 
Right. You can right. always have Bucky Barnes. I think he signed on for multiple movies. Sebastian Stan, for some reason, has a much longer contract. Right, so than, he can pick up the shield. Right, yeah. I and mean, you could definitely have someone put on the Iron Man suit. You've already got Doctor Strange. Well, and Downey Jr. has said that he... He would keep doing it as long as it was worth it and it was good stuff. But he also has said you need to start considering when it's time to hang it up. But I think he meant the combat and stuff. Right. So like you could really do like an AI of Robert Downey Jr. Right. And as long as he doesn't have to put on the suit or do anything he crazy. He could play that leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. role. Yeah, he They could. can make him president of the United States, for that matter. Department of Defense or something. Yeah, yeah, easily. And then real quick before we jump out, they finally have given a release date for the Gambit movie, Fox S. I don't care. It's February 14th, 2019, I think. And they're going to push it back five more times. Probably. Because they're going to change director three more times. But it's got a working title, apparently. So Do you know what the title is? Um, I did, and then I lost it, and then I got it again, and then I lost it, and then I got it again, and then I lost it. So, no. Okay. I honestly, I feel like as long as Channing Tatum is attached to this movie, it's never really going to happen. You think so? Yeah. There's yeah, two There's know, two man. issues with that. So at some point, he's so busy, and he's really not so busy, but he's busy enough that they're going to need to bring him a finished product for him to make it. That's true. Accurate. Like, they're not. he can't be involved in the development of the movie. He's got other stuff to make. Straight accurate. So as long as he's the guy that they're building this around, he it's not gonna it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't think so either. February 14th, 2019. And see, that sounds far away, but that's a year and a half. Three years after Deadpool dropped on February 14th and went crazy. Right, but that's a year and a half. Like, that's not so no, far. They have to shoot it, edit it, special effects. Like Time they, to go. Yeah, they, they got to be shooting by before summer of next year. Well, before summer gets here, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, our friend BMAC, oh, Space yeah. Kids Gaming Gaming, joining us. You're listening to Bedbug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny, they've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm the intern. Fill it in once again. You're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And don't forget, you can always check us out at Facebook.com backslash Radio. That's true. That's true. I as read we, that in a book. As we teased in the beginning of the show, we have with us our friend from Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. His name is Brian McMeans, but we call him BMAC. BMAC. Say what up. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we got BMAC in this week because we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our big um, charity event that we do once a year called uh, Extra Life. This makes up for all the bad stuff we do right, all right, year right. long. And uh, this uh, year, I'm not sure that's how it works. No, that's totally how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how it works for us. <laughs> At least that's what it looks like in our blotter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this year we're going to do a little combo, and we're going we're gonna to be doing stuff with them uh, throughout the 25-hour marathon because it's just so happens that it has to be on like daylight savings time. They've got to do that on purpose, right? So we go I, don't, from I don't know if they did it on 
purpose, but it happened last year yeah. as well. And we didn't realize it until like a couple weeks before. Yeah, so Nico like, had to like pull through and yeah, make he, the last 30 he minutes. He carried Team Nerd Thug the last Thir- hour. Last, last 30 minutes. It was definitely the Nico pull through. It was awesome. But we're going to do the big event that we're hosting together is the Mario Kart tournament. It's going to be at 730 at Space Cadets. Ooh. We're doing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Nintendo Switch. It's going to be awesome. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Uh, 20 bucks to get in. All the proceeds do go to Extra Life. Uh, before we get into more events that's going on, BMAC, what actually is Extra Life and how long has Space Cadets been a part of this? Uh, so Extra Life, if you're not familiar with it, it was an organization that was founded about six, seven years ago, I believe, uh, for the Children's Miracle Network. And that's an overarching umbrella for a lot of the different children's hospitals around the country. So I know like where I'm from, Ohio, it's the... I can't remember the name of the hospital anymore. But anyway, that children's hospital. But specifically, we are targeting uh, Texas Children's Hospital. and uh, Which is a great hospital, by the way. Yeah. They have the new facility in the Woodlands. I've already made a trip there. I know. It's pretty awesome. Hopefully not for anything. Not for me. Well, no. Of course not (laughs) for you. Just because you act like a child doesn't mean you you are. Excuse me. I'm kind of a child mentally. Can I come in here? No? I have to wait outside? Okay. Okay, Okay. cool. Uh, So anyway, if you've ever done like a... A walkathon or like a run for hope, anything like that, where you raise money, like a per mile thing. What it was targeted at originally was you get people to pledge per hour when you're playing a video game. And so people would play 24 hours of video games. Then and people then, started having seizures and going to the Texas Children's Hospital. That, I Maybe. Let's switch I don't, it up. I don't, I don't think that that was. I'm pretty reason. sure I did, the, I did my math. So, Your uh, math? My math. <laughs> my math. Well, you need to be uh, so we started participating in, in, I want to say it was 2013 as a store. Right, right. And that was uh, headed up by one of our employees. And it was him and one of his buddies that came in. And, and we didn't know much about it at the time. He found out about it and came in and played some old classic Nintendo. Oh, uh, he was playing that's Cas- your wheelhouse. Castlevania, the original Castlevania Sega 1 and 2. Oh, man. Good yeah. Stuff, right? I'd have played a Sega like I, I can't even I can't even use the proper words to describe how hard I would have played that Sega. My favorite, was like Sega. Lionel Richie. Oh, the coolest thing about long. Sega is the Sega Channel. That thing was dope. See, I never, had Way ahead I never of got the time. time. All right, continue. I've never sorry. heard of that. I digress. We'll yeah, talk off it air. was like a we'll talk off air. It's like a pay per view play video game channel. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I, I still don't understand how it works technologically. Yeah, wise. then it's because like, it was like old cable. It's like PlayStation now. Like PlayStation right. now, you yeah, yeah. subscribe and there's all those video games you play through the internet. Well, there was no real internet in 1996. <laughs> right. like, I don't know how that worked. It was through the cable. Company. Dial up. It was through the cable company. Oh, okay. That's I crazy. feel like I feel like Sega made a deal with the devil. They did, and they were just like, "Give us all of our games on a channel." What dreams may come true. And, <laughs> <laughs> way to pull it around. All right. So what? Um. So anyway. So after I think it was in 24. 20- 14 is when we got on board and started doing all the board gaming nice. stuff. And it's actually, they've originally their logo was a video game controller. Now they've modified it, it to where it's the, the controller and the dice because they realized that board games are such a, a large aspect of. We love board games. Life. You can catch us every week on Woodlands Online doing Nerd Thug Roleplay where we play board games. I think I've seen that. Sponsored by our friends at Space Cadets yeah. Gaming Gaming. Oh, yeah. Digress. I digress. I digress. I digress. Hey, let me ask you something real quick <laughs> sure, while we're sure. talking about this. Do you feel like board games have kind of made a really strong, like, comeback kind of in the past few maybe like three to five years in the last three to five years i I think they've maintained where i first saw it was back in 2005 2006 with the explosion of like the euro game that's what they kind of what they call it so things like settlers Catan, ticket to ride uh, those are games that were uh, introduced in germany 
and, and over in Europe primarily. And then they started making their way over here. Uh, I'll be honest, BMAC, I don't yeah. like your implications that we didn't invent and succeed at everything that's Yeah, fun. you want to give it to the Germans? Right. Well, they needed a win. They needed a win. What can I say? All right, so back to Extra yes, Life. Back to Extra Life. Corey digressed on us. I did. I just I had that thought while I was, and I'm, I'm half of the show. No, it's good. <laughs> and so basically what it's kind of turned into now is is a once-a-year thing at the mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. It's all day, all night long. 25 but, hours, a marathon. And so essentially people donate per hour for a person, or they can make it just so, a, a sum donation. Well, we, what we tell people is you can do it either like by an hour, or a fun thing that we've done is there are certain games that people know I despise to play. Oh, and so nice. they will say, I will pay you 20 bucks to play X game. And you're like, Ugh. And I'm like oh, I it's don't want to do that. It's for the kids. Yeah, exactly. It's for the children's. children's. So, so we do a lot of different things around that. And we, of course, we do fundraisers during the day. Um, but yeah, you can pledge per game, per hour. You can do a lump sum. You can do You can you literally you donate to aggravate you. Is right. That's basically what you're saying. Hey, if that's what gets the money in. Anything possible. Like last year, you were telling me. You had a guy come in and he played Injustice, right? Yeah. Uh, so our good friend Corey. Uh, not was, this Corey. Not this Corey. He's not good at video games. Uh, mm. He uh, he was world ranked. Uh, I want to say he was fifth or sixth in the world when it came to Injustice. Injustice. On the Xbox. Gods Among Us. That's pretty impressive. The original one. Yeah. He was impressive. crazy good. And he said, I'll challenge anybody. And so he sat there for two or three hours, two bucks a game. And he played 75 games and did not lose a single one. And more so <laughs> than that, bucks. I don't think he even hardly got touched. I was about to say, a, how many times did he even get hit? A, a few. And, and, and honestly, the only the one time that he did take some damage was when he said, you know what, I'm just going to set my controller down. You go ahead and this is what I was playing. He said, you go ahead and just do whatever you want to do. And then I'll pick up back and I'll still beat you. Oh, and oh, I got him down to like this much health. And sure enough, he picked up his joy. He's like, okay, time to win. Time to oh, win. Bam, bam, bam. Done. So let's talk this year, 2017. 2017. That had to hurt, right? It did a lot. Like, it had to like hurt. In the, in the ego. Like, the even, even though you know that he's number five or number six in the world, you got to feel like if he puts his controller down for any amount of time, I've got a shot. I should, I should be able to get around in here. Yeah. I don't think he even lost a round. Oh, my Lord. So 2017, yep. there's a full set of events going on. Uh, highlight us some of the. The great events. And this is at Space Kids Gaming Gaming Robinson Road in the Woodlands. You hear us talk about it all the time. We talked uh, about it earlier today. We did. What are what are some of the events these people can come, play, get involved in, whatever they want to do? So I've been trying to throw up events as I can, as I as I think of things that I want to do. One of the things I know we're doing is a Hero Clicks event. I'm in. Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's we're doing it at eleven in the morning. You I'm said out. you can't because you got I'm bangs. Out. We can do it again though if okay. you want. Uh, no, he's not special. I'll take it on the whole world. I am well, we're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll digress there as well. <laughs> anyway, so one of the things we're doing for HeroClix is Dang it, Nico. Of, <laughs> uh, as you're playing, mm-hmm. anyone inside or outside of the game can contribute $1 and give you a probability control or re- re-roll of the dice. That's crazy. Uh, Colt and I did this. What, what event was that we did that for? Well, I dropped by on like the 2015 one because I was working nearby, so I came in on the lunch break. Oh, there was but... one. We, you and I did one like just a couple months ago. Anyway. We did it, and my friend Jeremy was standing there, and, and Colt was rolling, and there was no way that he was going to miss. Colt's rolling hot. He was rolling hot, and I was like, I don't remember what the stats were, but I mean, it was it was going to be crazy to miss. And Jeremy was standing there. He's like, No, nope, do it again. <laughs> no, nope, do it again. <laughs> do it again. I mean, he must have contributed ten, eleven dollars just in one. Colt just one shot. just just to make you miss a roll, Colt, and he didn't do it. Just and he did. He did. He did finally miss it. It was. 
I remember I, I remember a similar story with like when Ian was playing. Yeah. And I th- that's the that's the one I remember. Like this see, show that like See the bad players always forget when bucks. they lose. The bad they players they're always like, I never lost. I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's the first sign. They're just I like, oh, I, remember, I, don't, I don't know. I remember oh, I, all I my bad beats up. and none of my good wins. <laughs> that's a poker player. So we're doing the Heraclix thing. That's at eleven. Um we're also gonna be doing a special X Wing event at um three o'clock. Okay. And same kind of deal there. So an X Wing you roll attack and defense die, and we're gonna do a dollar. They don't call it prob control. They call we'll it using it. the force. Sure, okay. I like that. Midi chlorian reroll. Is there a is there a Munchkins event? We can bake a Munchkins love event. Me some Munchkins. See, here's here's the thing. It's like there's events that we can do throughout Midnight the day. Munchkins. Done. I'll put it up. Midnight, Midnight Munchkins. Munchkins. Yes. We can do events throughout the day where people can come in and participate and contribute. But then once the doors close at eight o'clock, you have to be a member of the Space Cadets Role Models Extra Life team okay. and have raised a minimum of twenty five dollars to stay past that eight o'clock actually well we're going to extend that a little bit because our tournament doesn't even start till 7 30. so we'll extend that but hmm? 10 o'clock that should be yeah, plenty time right i don't, I don't like, know we're just I mean, how long up. does it take you to lose at mario kart uh, right i don't lose it a lot of things valid question loser <laughs> i don't lose it a lot of things i'm not quite sure how the tournament is going to pan out it really is going to depend on how many people we get signed up i think we're right at around 10 people already which is 200 bucks and we want more yeah Absolutely. we want a lot more i want the place packed out we're gonna have i mean it's gonna be on the projector it's in the big awesome. room and we can seat up to 50 in there okay so, so we can get at least do it we can get at least four people on the screen at once yep. so it'll be it'll be fun how do you go for 50 people in the room for you putting four people on the screen because you only race four people at a time uh yeah yeah God, you're an idiot i just was do like you know how video games work i don't play video games. welcome to life i don't know yes you about. do <laughs> You play video games all the time. I do. As much as I can. Corey, what are you doing playing video games? Playing video games. That's actually my code for pretty much anything that I'm doing that I don't want you to know about. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Maybe I'm maybe I'm sewing a new jacket. <laughs> maybe it. I'm crocheting. Doubt it. You go see your sister no. for that. I just, yeah, it's true. I would. That's Nailed true. it. Jenna, so all kind of, yeah, So all kinds of cool events going on. It's going to be November 4th. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Robinson Road in the Woodlands. Yeah, that's right. Slash Oak Ridge. Uh-huh. Make him happy here. I'm um, happy. But yeah, look it up. We'll be putting stuff up the the whole rest of the month. And the big important thing about the Children's Miracle Network that they interact with, the Children's Miracle Network actively lets you donate to them, but it goes to your local hospital. Mm-hmm. So everything that we earn will be going to, to the Woodlands, to the Texas Woodlands chapter, which right. is really, really cool. So we're cool. not, I, I mean, this kind of sounds about, I want to, but I want to kind of make this clear. Want, like We're not helping home. Florida or, you know, or Ohio or something. We're, we're not donating to the Red Cross and then they're going to take it to Montana. Right. Like we're yeah. just coming you're, straight you're helping to the your community. You could literally be saving your kid's life at some point. Excellent. Yeah, and we didn't even get into like what that money goes to because you can research that on extra-life.org and find out mm-hmm. what all those, what, what your money is actually going to go towards. Very cool. Let's jump out into a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to get to a little bit more of the nerd that is Brian McMeans. Oh. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, ooh. This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. I'm the intern. That's BMAC. BMAC. Yeah, right. look, he's like, I'm hey, here. I'm hey. still here. He, let me stay over another one. He gave, he gave you the radio point. And no. like, you're not ready for your cues. No, you I'm not know. a radio guy. All right. Well, next time. I got yeah. a face for radio. Next time. That's true. <laughs> so do no, we. No one likes to argue We that. all got faces for radio. That's why we do radio. Yeah. When Although I was a kid, I was like, Mom, what should I do? And she was like, I don't know, but you got a face for radio, son. <laughs> 
I said, thanks, Mom. Now we're trans- years later transitioning to TV stuff, and I don't know how it's going to look. Man, every time we wind up on the TV, I'm always like, oh. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. <laughs> shave that head and join the nerd thug world. I'm not, I'm, I'm, it'd be very nerd thug of you to have a shaved head and the big beard. I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna have everybody just censor me like out of it like just the, the pixels <laughs> yeah just pixel me out no I mean I like my voice like yeah. just just pixel Debatable. my face out of it yeah that'd be good that'd be the whole, oh god that would be a great bit all right so we come back again with uh, our boy B Mac aka Brian McMean that's his real name and uh, with Space Cadets Gaming Gaming and uh, why are you giving out his real name because he asked me to oh, okay I don't right. know maybe okay. he didn't but it's out there now it's public Did access. You- Television. As much as I'm all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People yeah. know. That's people, fair. People you know. you do like mix your your things. Like well, as I do share the nerd thug stuff, I don't like do nerd thug stuff under Corey DLG no. on the on the everything under Corey DLG is political. So uh, not a good not a good follow. It's like sixty percent political, thirty percent food stuff. Yeah, that's and that's pretty that's, accurate. That's about all of it. So BMAC, we've known you for a little while. You mm-hmm. you run the Space Cadets are on the Space Cadets gaming gaming side mm-hmm. of, of that um, arena there. Uh, what what was it that got you into games just in the beginning? Like, What was the game that got you hooked? The year was 1994. <laughs> All right. No, I was 10. I was, oh, I was a, depending on when this was, I was either 10, 10 or 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, seriously, it was. It was 94 and in my small town of London, Ohio. Nice. Um, hey, you're from another we, country. No, no, no. See, I said Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, London. Ohio. Um, little comic shop opened up there in town called Pack Rat. They're they're still in business. That's awesome. Uh, they were since ninety four. Uh, that's like twenty five years ago. That's a solid run. Yeah, yeah, they're a classic. Yeah, and and I I got to hanging out with them. That's when as shortly after Magic the Gathering came out. Okay, okay. so I got hooked up into that. Um, so started hanging out there with them and started playing and then started learning spells can yeah okay. and it just kind of continued from there and then it really picked up again uh like we were talking i think in the last segment a little bit about the euro game explosion around 2004 2005 uh was uh, working at safe auto in columbus and some friends said we, you know, we're gonna go down to the lunchroom and play games you want to come with and then sure took off man took off magic there. the gathering is the one game that i never ever got into i it was so cool when i was like 15 and when i when i now as a 30 year old when i see it i'm like i i immediately just see the massive money pit it is yeah like now when i was 15 and it wasn't my money it was so cool to like buy like boxes of the booster packs and just open them all and try, oh man finding stuff and trading for cards and then now that i'm buying the stuff and yeah. i pay for everything it's like whoa, whoa how much we, for a six-pack booster we, we talk about uh, this we talk about this a lot it's expensive being a nerd it is it's super mm-hmm. expensive mm-hmm. It, and especially the 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 games the games are fun but sometimes the games can be like you see it, it's like a 50 or 100 or 75 dollar massive like a war game right. of some kind yep. and you're like what a, like this is a serious investment right but they're a lot of fun like i don't want to i don't want to Bash gaming, especially not with you here. But uh, I, know, uh, no, I just sell my sales yeah. go down a little bit. <laughs> no, it's super fun. Growing up, I wasn't a, a game I wasn't player. a board gamer either. Yeah. I was a video gamer, and mm-hmm. I collected cards, baseball cards, or like yeah. the, the Marvel stuff. Yeah, it really wasn't until you introduced me to Hero Clicks that I ever played any kind of tabletop game. And then it's just kind of opened up for us yeah. now, where it's, it's like, like, oh, I'll try that. And then really with the nerd like role play, where we're having we're playing different games every week. Right. Now it's like, oh, 
Like Munchkins. God, I love this game. Yeah, we. And, I never would have played Munchkins. And Munchkins that. has been around almost the same amount of time since 94, 95 was when so the first fun. edition of Munchkins. That was. blows my Munchkins. mind. That blows my mind. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love yeah. me some Munchkins, It's man. been fun, but I think what makes it fun is the uh, the licensing stuff. Like, I don't think I would want to play right. no, like a right. regular Munchkins. I would much rather play an X-Men or a Marvel mm-hmm. or uh, the, I really want to get my hands on the Rick and Morty one. Pick your poison. Um, yep. But like I, I don't know that I would play like a. This is regular Munchkin. Right. So growing up, growing up, did you did you read comics? Were you into that kind of stuff? Absolutely. What was your favorite comics growing up? Uh, growing up, I'd say it was probably GI Joe and Transformers. Yes, yes, yes. I can tell you, GI Joe. GI Joe, man. GI Joe number thirteen was the very first comic <sighs> book that I purchased. Wow. I love GI Joe. Well, this is the Larry Hama era. Larry, yeah. Oh man. Love yep. GI Joe. So what did I say coming back from Louisiana Comic Con? When I was looking through my X-Men that I buy. So I, I saw my whole collection when I started my little shop. Uh, Spogomics, may you rest in peace, you beautiful ship, you. Um, when, and I sold my whole collection mm-hmm. doing Spogomics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now as we go to conventions, I buy a couple of the old X-Men. I never had the old stuff. Mm-hmm. and so, But I love that old era, the 1980s to 1990s X-Men. So I've been kind of slowly building those up. And I read them on the ride back, and then I yeah. never open them again. So I was reading one of them. And I was telling Joey, I was like, this was like the golden era of comic books. Like this 80s to 90s. Like you grew up and collected mm-hmm. comic books in like, like the, the greatest era of comics. It's like the, was it the Bronze Age? The Bronze Age of comics? No, it's no, the no, Silver no. Age. It's, it's the Silver, Silver Age. Age. No, 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 no. Silver Age ended in uh, 70. 79. Yeah, you're right. But it's not quite modern yet. Like this is. It's like, like that tweener. Because like the 80s is like Bronze Age, right? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Bronze. No, I mean, they consider it. I don't know, maybe. I think they call it the modern age already because Punisher was introduced in what, 80 something? That would have been 81, 82. Because he was, his first appearance was on a Spider Man. Right. Spider Man was that yellow cover where mm-hmm. he's, he's got mm-hmm. the crosshairs. That uh, featured primarily in Coyote Ugly, for those of you who want to just completely cross pop culture Ooh. up. Um, I, don't, it, I don't think Coyote Ugly is pop culture. I love Totally pop culture. I love G.I. Joe. Uh, Piper Paraboo was amazing. That is single handedly my favorite. Nerd entity, like everything GI Joe related, I just I geek out. For you it. do. It's so funny. I'm going back. I, I actually bought out. a collection of the classic uh, issues because I'm I am working on collecting the original uh, 155. Right. Oh man. And so I'm going back and rereading some of those old issues, and I'm reading it, and it's like, okay, you can totally tell when they introduced a new toy. Yeah. Because yeah. I was Absolutely. like, hey, I'm Tripwire, and I'm here now. I'm part of the team. It's yeah. Like. And the whole issue focuses on how awesome Tripwire is. No, dude, those those <laughs> toys, those were the greatest toys ever. They really were. The GI Joes. Oh my god. Especially because like they came with the coolest accessories. It was like five dollars, right. back then. And mm-hmm. and like the guy I would who roll had coins. <laughs> I would roll coins, and then me and my grandpa. We talked about this story last week. Cole. Yeah. We drive to Huntsville. I'd be riding on his lap, and then we get to Huntsville, <laughs> right. and I'd unload all my coins for dollars, and we'd go straight to Walmart, and I'd come home with like six new GI Joes. So, okay, I have a comment on that. You guys were talking about that sure, last week ahead. and I wasn't here. We talked about what was, like, allowed back then and wasn't accepted. Yeah. It was totally accepted, and it was completely allowed. Like, kids in the back of pickup trucks, you could yeah, throw— Yeah, absolutely. Like, you could put, like, 20 of them in here in Texas. You could have, like, 30. You could pack them in so tight that they couldn't fall out if they tried. Man, and no were, one would even question it. It wasn't really till probably, like, mid-'90s that stuff really started changing. Right. All of a sudden, they were like, stop drinking and driving and strap right. your babies in. and you every wear a seatbelt. Right. And then, oh, for gosh sakes, thing. use your stop signs and red lights, guys. Come on. And so then it was like, like My mom stuff. told me this story because we were talking about it. Like, when I was a baby baby, I guess I had, like, cholera or something, and I'd cry a lot. So, like, when she would drive, she would hold me, like, on her shoulder <laughs> and, like, pat my back to keep me calm and just drive down the road. <laughs> a little, like, Pontiac Grand Am. 
just going down. No one cared. No one cared. No one cared back then. But Cops then, just like, waved. Oh, hey, yeah. Miss Kay, how are you? Hey, oh, baby's crying again, huh? Take grandpa, Good thanks. luck. Thanks, Grandpa. Thanks for the propane. <laughs> Good luck with that terrible kid of yours. I'll be arresting him soon enough. <laughs> uh, everyone said that. Everyone. Look at me now. <laughs> well, I Sorry. mean, a couple, okay. couple of warrants. Um, but yeah, no, like it was allowed back then. Yeah. Totally was. Totally was. So what else? What else? What else was it that? Um, my favorite story about BMAC and games is the one where you guys went on the cruise. How does everyone know this story? You told me like twelve did times. I, I didn't. I, I don't think. I, know I think twelve story. might be an exaggeration. Just once, maybe twice. One, so two, twelve. It did involve your favorite game, Munchkin. Yeah, it did. And there Wait. were four, five, four of us playing. And Ian, our good buddy Ian, uh, we were all at level nine, and he played a card that would allow him to go up to level 10. Now, normally you can't go up to level 10, but uh, unless you're a cleric in this one particular instance. So he got to go to level 10. He's like, I win. And then the person sitting across from him said, well, you played this earlier that makes me a cleric, so then I also win. And then Catherine sitting on this side says, I have a race of a cleric, so I also win. I got nothing. I don't win. I was the only one that didn't win. And what's funny about that was we're on a cruise ship. So we everything's went. bolted down, and I was like, I tried to table flip, and I couldn't table flip because it's bolted. <laughs> so it's funny because they went, they, they go on a cruise. Like a was it a store cruise basically? Like a bunch of people from the store went, or yeah, and they just took a bunch of games. You know, like when you're sailing. Yeah. You've been on a cruise, right? No. no. Mm-hmm. So when you're cruising around, not allowed in international waters. True. So when you're totally cruising, banned. when you're cruising around in between stops, you know, during the day, most people are just at the pool getting hammered, doing right weird stuff, hula hoop contests. Yeah, it's, it's not fun at all. Count the really. tattoos. It's really not. And uh, they just. Got up on the deck and just like game like. Yeah, all we day. took over every day. We would go up and just take over the Lido deck, on the on the back end of the ship there. And we had a D and D campaign. We played Munchkin. We played Boss Monster. We played all. That. I mean, just oh, rather than taking suitcases full of clothes, <laughs> we. I'm not joking. We had uh, uh, the one guy took two full on suitcases full of games, and that was his. That was his game essentially. But let me. I mean. And then having never been on a boat larger than the size of this table, um, <laughs> they don't they they don't like get wet like just moist from the air like sea. No, not breeze. really. No. No. Everything stays we, dry. I mean, and you're nice. high, you're high enough up high that enough. you don't yeah. and like it doesn't roll around. Well, there's like inside no. stuff. Like once you get out like on open water, it's pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. It's when you're like in the canal or you're coming out of the bay that's when it starts getting choppy. But once you get out there, it's, yeah, it's really really smooth. Yeah, we'd go tell. we'd go and hang out in the library. And yeah, they have a library. Played, they have a library on the yeah, cruise ship. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. actually had a couple of games in it. We went. We, that when seems we went, highly inappropriate. We'd go play. Sorry. Um, Why is that inappropriate? I feel like times. a cruise ship should only have booze, food, or gambling-related things. They've got a gym. They've got See, a library. That's a waste. Candy store. Okay, the candy store makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew you'd like that. Well, it's just another place to spend money. But like right, a library, is. like putt putt golf. See, that makes sense too. Like something Slide. to do. But a library, like oh, I'd like to borrow a book and not hang out with anyone else on this giant boat. Some people do. Some yeah, you get a book and you go to the back of the ship and hang yeah. out. And just, yeah, you read by the pool. But it's not called hanging out if you're reading by yourself. Yeah, some people Isn't go, it? people go on cruises by themselves. You uncultured swine! Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know. I feel like if you're in a giant crowd of people and they're all having a good time and you're like, guys, chapter four, keep it down. Yes, keep it down, please. <laughs> I feel like that just the worst part about the cruise is when you're trying to hang out in like the hot tub and then all the little kids keep jumping in. That drove me crazy. Well, yeah, you just hold one of them underwater long enough, the rest leave. I don't know. Let's wow. leave out of this segment real quick, and let's come back to the top three. BMAC, thanks for hanging out Thank with you. us. Don't forget, Extra Life, November 4th, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. In Oak Ridge. Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, guys. Joey Savage here. For our friends, Space Cadets, 
Gaming Gaming, located off Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. They've got everything. They've got games, toys. They've got action figures. They've got cards. They've got magic. They've got Dungeons and Dragons. Hero Clicks, my favorite. Uh, they've got everything. Yu-Gi-Oh, Vanguard. Whatever you want to do gaming-wise, go see my boy BMAC at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Just mention Nerd Thug Radio. He'll even give you 10% off. A deal you cannot beat. So check that out. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Yeah, let it run a minute. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. I'm Cole Baldridge. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You know, when you were out last week with your gas issues, yes. he did a great fill-in for the... Uh, I know, I heard. I was real proud of you. Yeah, I didn't know if it was going to be him or Angry Zach picking it up, and Colt just stepped right in. He said, I'll play. He jumped just, in. Look at that. He just jumped right that. in there, man. He's that, a gamer. He's a go-getter. Uh. We are halfway through this week's show, which means we are at the weekly top three. It's like a roller coaster. It goes up and down. Listen to, listen to Joey do his thing now. He beat Box. He loves it. He has a good time, and we're just rocking with it. This week, we're doing old man movies. Jackie Chan's coming back with The Foreigner, you see. So now we're going to go ahead and name some things off, and now that Colt's here, he's the worst off. So he goes first, and we give him number three. Man, I love when we beatbox and freestyle. <laughs> it is my favorite part of the entire show. Because none of it's scripted. We never. And, like, and like we're script, we, we don't script anything. We script I'm everything. so happy that I can freestyle without cursing. Yes. Because in the car, I can't. No, you cannot. <laughs> so, Corey, go ahead and this is the weekly top three. I wasn't really. Excited I know. You about. didn't like it, but I was like, how do you. This and is, I like old men. I know. This is the thing that's weird I don't about. Know. Well, I don't, you want to stand by that? You don't want to. No, yeah. Out? I mean, I, I, I love listening and talking to old men, okay. like listening to All their right. stories, listening to their wisdom. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Like when I, my first job was at Randall's and I only wanted to work the morning shift so I could hang out with all the old guys <laughs> and pick all their, pick their brains and stuff. You are a weird cat about oh, stuff like yeah, that. Man, I love hearing about, I love history. That's true. hear them talking That's about the true. old times is great. So, okay, so The Foreigner's coming out here and it's got Jackie Chan in it. Right, he's old. Um, he's old at this point. Real old. And like he's so old that it's been so long since you've seen him that the previews for this have been like the return of the legendary Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. And, and like, Pierce Brosnan, right? Right, Pierce Brosnan. I think Another he's the bad guy. guy right? Yeah, the, he is. And so like, all, all of the older male actors have all kind of had, here recently, Antonio Banderas was recently in a movie uh -huh. where he's like a security guard who's like ex-CIA and he has to help save a little girl from the mob. Well, that's um, like a Denzel Washington movie? That was the Equalizer as well. So like there's all these old man movies that are all like, okay, old man gets one last crack it's one last hurrah uh bruce willis is uh they're currently doing a remake of the uh, bronson i don't know what, what, what was the guy's name bronson eh, it doesn't matter anyway but anyway death wish okay, um whatever. so it's a remake of an old when they uh, remake Waterworld with kevin costner you let me know they i would love, they i could, would they could remake that and use uh you know who they could use who uh not chris hemsworth but the other one yeah that'd be great less hemsworthy yeah Less the one that's with uh, Miley Cyrus. Less that Hemsworthy, one. that's his name. That'd be great. 
I um I I would make I would volunteer. Uh, we uh, we we we're, we secretly filmed a pilot over the weekend, so I'm now a director. I know, right? I would I would make that doctor. my directorial debut. I'm a doctor. Big screen doctor. Water Waterworld remake. Yeah. I would do that. Be on the lookout for that coming. Soon. I would totally do that. Not the Waterworld, but what we filmed over the weekend. Oh, that's true. Which yeah, is that. very G-rated. Yeah. No, we didn't film anything crazy. I mean, we we did. We tried. We, but yeah, you know, we got shut down. Yeah. We didn't so have this money week, for that. the weekly top three is, is in honor of all these old people. We're now naming our favorite old man action movie. Okay, so Colt Baldridge, the Padawan hipster, go first. All right, so my number three is 2009 Taken, starring Liam Neeson. Oh, man. That's a fantastic He's the worst it's dad spawned, ever. It spawned a bunch he is of the worst dad ever. First of all, he is a very irresponsible father and, and not a very good ex-husband because she gets taken in the second or the third I one. I don't know. And then she gets murdered in one of them also, the, the wife, oh, the yeah. ex-wife. Oh, is that the him. third one or is that the second one? The story was Liam Neeson wouldn't do part three if the daughter was taken because he was like, at that point, it's just bad parenting. So they just made it a crappy fugitive clone. <laughs> My favorite Liam Neeson movie is uh, Gangs of New York, by the way. Uh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a friend of mine says it's really good. I love that movie. Yeah, anyway, he's the friend of yours that says it's really anyway, good. Anyway, I can get that movie into a top three. That is my equivalent to Nico's Rick and Morty. Right. But Correct. it's not in my top three. This right. top three right. Scorsese movies. No, yeah, yeah, I can get that in there too. Number one. Boom. See, I don't. I actually, I don't even. Eh, hmm. Favorite movies Leonardo DiCaprio. Got him. Right. Daniel Day Lewis in it. Favorite, Cameron fa- Diaz. Favorite movies featuring New York. Right. Yeah. Done. Historical movies. Awesome. Gang movies. Here. <laughs> war movies. Done. Civil War movies in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. Because yeah. they're uh-huh. taking the Irish guys off the boat. Uh-huh. And putting them in the Indian uh-huh. uh-huh. That's like the worst connection uh-huh. ever. But it's there. But it's. Yeah, so uh, best movie containing rabbits. That one wins. <laughs> <laughs> what about Zootopia? Nope, this is the dead rabbits. Boxing movies. I'd get that one in there too. Uh, best movie featuring Catholics. Place. I'm in with Gangs of New York. Yeah, okay. the priest. Yeah, Priest of Allen. It's awesome. So, so taking <laughs> taking is your number three. Um, yeah, Liam Neeson. This was sort of. The resurgence of the tough old man right, franchise right. was did he taken do one. the gray before or after that? After he did okay. it after okay. he did a bunch because this kind of like jump started his career again because it was like he was a dead Jedi in Qui-Gon yeah Qui Gon Jinn yeah. what a great and then, Jedi and then from I don't there, remember him in anything before Star Wars one no he Jim was, was in a lot of stuff but he was always like the bad, bad. guy kind of oh was he. He, you start when you start looking back, you're like, like hey, that's Liam Neeson. He was in Batman, right? He was Ross Al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Ross Al Ghul was also post Taken. Mm-hmm. All of these, like Taken, like restarted no, that, his yeah, career. That was pre Taken. Ross Al Ghul, yeah. yeah Batman yeah. Begins is 05. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, he was a good right. Ross Al Ghul too. Oh right. yeah, that movie was really good. He was also Aslan. Like if, if you if you went in, yeah, he was. If you go into that Batman movie, like with no precondition of what Batman is yes. or who the League of Assassins are. For sure. And then you think Ra's al Ghul's a good guy the whole time. You do. And then he just flips the script. You also think the Asian guy's Ra's al Ghul. That was a fun yeah. trick. Oh, great movie. It's a fun trick. All right, Corey, what's your number three? So my number three, uh, I've mentioned this movie one other time on the show. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a pretty obscure movie, though, and I, I'm blown away that more people haven't seen it. It's okay. called Lockout, and it stars Guy Pierce. And it's pretty much the only time Guy oh, Pierce is a— Pierce. Uh, he's he's always a bit player in a movie. He's always like the third or fourth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if there's an action movie and there's five guys on the team, he's the third to fifth guy. Uh, and regularly he'll be like the villain. Yeah. Um, he's 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 charismatic, so he can be the yeah, villain in a movie. Um, but in this movie, it's it's set a little bit more in the future. We've solved our uh, jail problem by putting them in space awesome. and cryo freezing them. That's a great idea. Uh, the president's daughter 
is on a humane mission. She wants to film the conditions. She doesn't think it's necessarily a great idea. Uh -huh. She's up there on the space station when something goes wrong uh, and the uh, prisoners escape. And he has to go um, save her? There's no negotiating with terrorism. Nope. So the president can't do anything to save his daughter publicly. However, former Secret Service agent Snow, Guy Pierce, who is now like a rogue drunk, but he saved the president's life at one point, I think, is if I remember the hook right. So the hook? like the president, like, I trust Snow. Get me I trust Snow. him. So they send Snow into space to go save the day. And like it's him against an entire space station of, of right. convicts. It's it's action, it's fun. He's got a lot of really good one liners in it. He's he it's it's Guy Pierce. It's very witty. Guy Pierce, like when you when you look him up, when you see the picture, you're like, Oh yeah, he is in a lot of stuff. He's uh, he's not quite uh the level of uh Bill Pullman. Yeah. But uh close. Right there? Close. Yeah. Close. Close. Okay. So that's my number three, Lockout. I guess Pretty that obscure movie. You've mentioned you it twice. You should check it out. You've mentioned so. it twice. I suppose I should watch it. You should check it. It was a good movie. And Maggie Grace actually isn't bad looking in it. No, not at all. Whoever that is. If that's an incentive to watch a movie. Whoever that is. What's your number three? My number three is Star Wars The Force Awakens, featuring the old man Harrison Ford as um, the greatest Han Solo ever. Okay. So okay. Um, I feel like you're just trying to spite me here, but all right. No. So <laughs> you look at Han Solo, big part of the original trilogy. Correct. But when you look at Force Awakens, like if you really break it down, he's not. In he it. is very key and pivotal in that movie. Oh, I was gonna say he's barely in it. No, he's not. So you have the beginning part where Ray's trying to get off or whatever, right? And then she gets off and bumps into Han Solo, and from that point forward, the basic rest of the movie is oh, yeah, focused upon you're right. him. You're right. You're right. And him then, and his relationships. Him and his relationships. That's what it's focused yeah, on. Yeah, you're he's, right. That's fair. You know, he's very old manish, and he is. Uh, he's still kicking butt as Han Solo, right? Rolling around with Chewie. And then he does the whole franchise a solid and takes the death at the uh, end of it. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a big deal. You have a character like... So, from the original three, he's the first one to kick the bucket from the... Right, from your three heroes. So, you got him and the Skywalkers, and he kicks the bucket, and it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the series. For the remaining two movies. For the remaining two movies. I, uh, I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day who is very upset that uh, Landro Calrissian uh -huh. isn't returning to the fold. Because Billy D's alive and well, because yeah. well, he's really one of the last relevant characters whose story hasn't been wrapped up somewhere. No one cares. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt. Like I was like, I was like, I get what you're saying because you're right. He is the last. He's the biggest name unaccounted for. And if you look at the history of Han Solo, he yeah. is a pretty big deal. But when you, but here's the deal but with that. The thing, the thing is, Billy D isn't that big of a deal. Well, here's Billy D. Billy D is not a big deal. Billy D. Williams. Um, here's the thing when you go with Lando, okay. Uh, we talked a little bit about this, me and Zach, last week. The Star Wars universe now is all canon, Disney, entitled in the comics as well as the big screen. Correct. So you got a lot of the tie-up stories with Lando. He's got his own book out. Oh, is um, there? Okay. Yeah, he had his okay. own book, and all that stuff's tied in. And if you recall, before The Force Awakens, there was that big ordeal with some, I want to say a German like toy company released a puzzle or something, and it had Finn on it but it labeled him as Finn Calrissian. So, oh, you don't know if, if that'll come back to play around in the next two or if that was just a typo because they were the only two African-American characters in the entire series. Is that, yeah, that's... So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's Germany. <laughs> if if it's they Germany. introduce a second black character, they make him related to the first in the entire galaxy. Right, could be Germany, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that doesn't, um, but that yeah, doesn't he, bode well. Lando, he had his own book. They tie a bunch of stuff up in there. Same thing with C-3PO and that stupid red arm. Yeah, um, that's, that's right. That story explained, is, it's yeah, explained in the that. comic. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what you don't know is that Han Solo had been married before, 
and you find that out in the comics. I didn't know that. Right. And so mm. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the comics that ties in a bunch of those backstories, getting you from, you know, all the stuff from episodes five, six, and now. And you know what else seven. is going on? There's a lot of stuff going on in that I didn't realize was so relevant, but now they're hinting is a big deal. Is the Star Wars Rebels stuff? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that series apparently. It's pretty good. Apparently, that stuff ties in a lot it's of the really stuff. Good. So it's I need to I need to sit down and watch that. Yeah. The bad thing about Rebels, though, not anything about the actual show, is that it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. So, like, literally to get it, you've got a maybe Disney XD or you've got to buy the DVDs at this point. Uh, yeah. Might just wait till they start their own streaming service. <laughs> I'll wait a year and a half. Yeah, and then I'll watch all of them. They're on, like, season four now. Yes. Yes, season four is debuting this the first season month. was The first season was a little rough to get through because it, it didn't really tie a bunch into what was going on. But then as the show progressed, they really got... Started connecting the dots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. Because, like, the Clone Wars... The thing of it is the Clone Wars did a lot... After the fact, like after yeah. it came out, people realized how much people love the Clone Wars, and that's why I think Rebels starts to tie stuff in. Let's tie stuff out. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get back into this weekly top three featuring old men and Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Rob Zombie, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I love Rob Zombie. <laughs> he makes some great movies, too. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, debatable. Couldn't get into any of them. Yeah, I'm with cold on that. I'm Halloween not a big horror sucked. film guy or a scary movie guy. And those two movies that he makes, like House of a Thousand Corpses, and I can't remember the other one off the top of my head, but it's with Captain Spaulding, the clown guy. <laughs> I really dig those. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't even like scary movies. Yeah, you're, you are like the worst scary movie. But I like guy. those two movies. Really weird. And his wife is super fine. She is Is that basically hot. what we're basing this on? What? No. Oh, she's really good. And she stars in both of them. Oh, yeah. I know who you're... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking, you know yeah, what I'm talking, you know what talking about. about. All right, let's get into this weekly top three. We're doing favorite movies featuring old men. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do like grandpas or grumpier old men. But we're more... Focused. I specifically said we're more old man on, action movies. We're more focused with guys that used to be action heroes. Old man action, and now they're movies. older and they're still doing old action. Right, movies. or like like the return, like the return, the return kind of. So, Mister uh, Padawan Hipster, yes. what's your number two? My number two may not really qualify for this, but it doesn't. Oh. It's a moving on. <laughs> All right, Corey's number two. <laughs> now, it is a gritty deconstruction of the western genre in which. The storytelling is very unconventional yet original. I have it's, no idea what we're doing. Yeah, is this Coen a movie? Brothers, Best Picture winning, No Country for Old oh, Men. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, that's not a, that's not a bad one. It's got some older um, guys. You know what's funny is that's it's actually movie. it's actually Josh Brolin's debut. Right. But he does debut as what we would call an old him and Javier Bardem both. Right. That was the, really their breakout breakouts. roles. Right, There's right. Tommy Lee Jones in there as well. Boom! Yeah. There it is. There's the tie. Right and there. Tommy Lee Jones returns kind of as like a dude. TLJ is. Great. Man. He is, but that whole monologue really at the is. end, I really. That's, I feel that's like, one that people in like English classes could imitate yeah, and go well, over. Because the book is really good. The book is nowhere. It's really good. The, the book is good, man. And they basically took that ending. They, they did it the best way possible because the book, they, they do the dream at the end of the book. And so for him to tell the dream to his, to his dad, is that his uncle or his no, dad? No, it's his wife at the very end. No, he's talking to his uncle. The right? other dude. Yeah, I'm not sure. Second uh, cousin who that twice was. removed. 
I want to say it's his uncle because they asked about his dad. Hey, only, did, only did dad ever remember. tell you about his about his dreams or something? Only thing I remember is dream. dude had a lot of cats. Dream, yeah, dream, and he made dream, one pot of coffee a week. Dream. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> he was a good, he was definitely out there that dude out there. And then I feel like that was either his uncle or his dad. And second uh, cousin twice removed. Right. And so they're now talking about you know they're talking about family and law, and he has that dream. And then basically it's the passing of the torch is basically what that dream is talking about. How his time has come and gone. Uh, and it's it's a really cool it's cool that, that they were able to work that moment into the end of the movie and make that the end of the movie because a lot of movies wouldn't have done that. Uh, but that movie's awesome. I love that movie. movie. All right, DLG, what's your number two? Uh, so my number two <laughs> is the, like, the worst transition possible from something as like film classically good as No Country for Old Men, uh-huh. Expendables. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's basically the movie that probably encompasses this entire top three because it's all the old action stars right. together. Right. So that's and they the, made three of them. They did. And very wisely here in the last seven, eight years, Sylvester Stallone has rebuilt his empire. Yeah, he really I has. feel like he probably was near broke when he was like, I got to do something. Check the bank accounts here, and the easy living has gotten to me. And all of a sudden... Boom, bing, bing, boom, boom. boom. He did a couple boxing movies. He did a couple of these, a couple of those. A little bit of this, a little, a little bit of that. that. And the next thing you know, I mean, he's he's got to be sitting on yeah. probably a cool six, seven hundred million dollars. Now he's going to go, Adrian! Now he, now he doesn't have to do anything anything he doesn't want to do ever right. again. Yeah, that's true. Expendables, good. And they made three of them. They did. And, and also, they're all the old. You could have just done Expendables 1. If Nico was here, he his just, top three would have been Expendables 1, 2, one, and, three. two and 3. But you know what's funny is there's actually young actors in there, too. Like uh, the young Hemsworth is mm-hmm. the sniper in the second one. Ronda Rousey's in one of them? Ronda Rousey's in the second one, I believe. And another, uh, another was it Gina Carino in the first one? Look uh, it up. Look it up. I'm not totally Look sure. It Look it up. Look uh, it up. But they almost made a girl's version of Expendables right. because of Ronda Rousey and Gina Carino. With they Lucy Lawless. Yeah, they basically were like, hey, let's 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 throw let's a couple more chicks the, in here. Let's do this on the down low. Yeah. I uh, think it was Gina Carino. It might have been. You might be right about that because she's been in a couple other things. Like Deadpool? Uh, no, no, no. Mm, she was in Deadpool. No, no, she was, but I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh. She left MMA to do movies. Right. She, she had this like, really good one where she's a, a secret agent. She was like. She was a spy that gets burned, and basically they're trying to kill her for the whole movie. She was the MMA female star. Right. When she left, then Rousey. I'm trying to think what the name of that Rose the Fame. I'm trying to think what the name of While Colt looks that up, let me jump into my number two. What you got? So my two and my one feature Bruce Willis. Okay. Because he's amazing. All right. Uh, but my number two is the movie The Red. The Red film. Oh, the Warren Ellis yeah. Oh, yeah. comic. But I mean, it's got Morgan Freeman. It's got um, John Malkovich. Yeah, thank you. I was blanking on his name. Helen Mirren, even. Helen Mirren steals that movie. Also, Her and uh, the Russian, uh, Rip Torn. Is it Rip Torn who plays the Russian? Uh, let me check that out. Uh, I don't know, but I got it up right here. But uh, wait, yeah, but this movie, and then they did a second one. Yeah, they did which was with Anthony better. Hopkins, no. and that one was even better. Rip, Rip Torn's not in that. It's not Rip Torn. Who's uh, Richard Dreyfuss is in it? Who's the, the Who's the Russian? Uh, I don't know. Um, Carl, no, Carl Urban's no, in that movie. No, Mary Louise Parker, Brian Cox. It's Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. Yeah, okay. Ivan Simonov. I get Brian Cox, and I know uh, uh, you just get your Russians mixed. Well, up. Well, Rip Torn is dead. Uh, but I don't remember when he died. Oh. And so when I see roles, I get Rip Torn and Brian Cox mixed up. That movie's so good. Yeah, it was. Though. It, it really was. is good. It was. It... Yeah, it is Brian Cox. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Did no, you find the Gina Carino movie? No, it was like Giselle Eatley or someone like that, but it, it wasn't who you were It wasn't, it was. okay. It wasn't I'll Gina Carino then. I'll look it up in there. But Gina Carino, uh, she had an action movie that was actually, that was a pretty good one. Uh, Solid. Reminiscent of Atomic Blonde. 
That's a good one too. I haven't so seen like, that one yet. It's so good, but basically it's Charlize Theron stealing the old guy action movie Thunder for a second. And that movie, I'm telling you, it is intense and it is good. And the action scenes are like one of a kind. It's very unique because she doesn't she doesn't hold back. And when you see this film, you you feel like she didn't have a stunt double. Like you're like she probably didn't. Like she throws some punches and takes some hits in these in this movie. It's it's a good movie, but that's not in all my list because it's not a it's not a man. Well, yeah, no, the it's a man's world. Red was great, man. Red was great. Uh, Red two was also fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anthony Hopkins, he he steals that one. Yeah, he does. Please what does he what does he not steal? Uh, money. Maybe so. Hopefully. No, it's not in my number one. Okay, I'm about to say. All right, so uh, Colt, your number one. My number one is yet another gritty deconstruction. It's Logan. Okay, so Hugh Jackman. This is a good one. So recently, one. it was Hugh Jackman's old something man. else. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's based on the old man Logan comic. We talked really? about this. Really? Yeah. It seemed like the only similarity they had was an old guy named Logan. No. No, I mean, well, they so, drove across the country. Right, and then they kind of they have to tie <laughs> they in. They drove across the country. They have to it's kind of tie in. Trip loosely based. Right. It's loosely based because, like, instead of being blind Hawkeye, it's a sick Charles Xavier. Yeah. And they kind of have to they kind of have to tie in the X Men movie universe in a way. Did you see what they're planning on doing? No. So they're um, looking at making a uh, Old Man Logan two comic book. Oh, okay. Uh, but going back and focusing on Hawkeye, like it's his story. I don't know that I care about that. Well, I don't know, but I just had to tell you. Um, they had like an Avengers come out of that. That Old Man Logan was like building, to, like yeah. to protect the future. I would like to have read that book. That'd be good because it was Baby Hulk was like their 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 centerpiece, Wee. right? <laughs> And like that would be an interesting book. That would be like apocalyptic Wild yeah, West that would be good. Avengers. That's a good one. Logan's a good one. I love, Logan, that movie. I love that movie. That was a great movie, and it had some of the most brutal uses of the claws. Uh-huh. If you think back to X Men Two, when he tears through that Special Forces team, uh-huh. and you're like, he ruined people's lives. If you really think about what those claws are doing right there, but then in Logan, it shows you how he's ruining people's lives when he's right. using those claws, chopping stuff off, and well, even in um, go through people's heads, heads uh, and Apocal- stuff. Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. When, when, he, he, when he tears through there, they yeah. they like they showed blood but didn't show like right yeah. Corey, your number one. So my number one, the man on fire, Denzel yeah. Washington. Denzel Washington's so good. He he only makes great movies, he does. but then more importantly than that, this particular movie, like it just sticks with you. Uh, it's and you know what really sticks with you about it is the Christopher Walken scene explaining who Creasy is mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they hint mm-hmm. around Creasy's history without ever directly telling you. So when Creasy has disappeared and now people are winding up dead and he's chasing down the leads to revenge the loss of this little girl, uh, they basically pull Christopher Walken in and they say, what's going on? Because he's just blowing up Mexico. Yeah. Digital Watch is laying just a trail of bodies. Christopher Walken says, you know, everyone has a skill or a talent. Uh, and everyone at something is an artist. Well, Creasy's art is death. And he's <laughs> painting his masterpiece. He's painting and to hear that in the Christopher Walken's voice. It's just it's like such a movie yeah, moment. Yeah. Just like you can't have He's a better masterpiece. You can't have a better explanation of a character and what they're doing in a movie than that line, right? It's pretty good. It's yeah. He's painting his masterpiece. And it's in the Christopher Walken voice. Right. Which is even uh, better. And he does. He does uh, just a bloody swath of destruction. He does. Very much so. My number one, you ready? What do you got? What do you got? It's another Bruce Willis film. Okay. It is called G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> Bruce Willis is has, the original Joe. Right, which is stupid, but okay. He is the original Joe. They do say that. And, and his uh, entire house is an arsenal folded yeah. up inside of a house, which is stupid. Well, then they have to like get his help, and then he goes and recruits a couple of his old G.I. Joe buddies. I know. And they help save the day. See, I think 
I love G.I. Joe. I think what number two did better than number one was number one took itself way too seriously. Correct. And And it just turned out to be this mediocre action movie. And number two was like, hey, we know that we're a dumb Saturday morning cartoon, so we're just going to roll with that. Look, I knew number two was going to be a little more serious toned whenever leading into the movie, all the previews, it was the Steven Seagal effect. Right. Was the rock and Channing Tatum. You're like, oh, wow. We are going to get two huge megastars in this movie, mm-hmm. and five minutes in, Channing Tatum's dead. Also, uh, Audrina Patridge was uh, why I saw Pilecki. that movie. Audrina Pilecki. Pilecki, yeah. yeah. She Sorry. is super hot. Audrina Patridge, who's that? That's, I think that's, that's from the, the reality. The, that's from the hills. Yeah. She's super hot. I got yes. that I got that Christopher Walken clip on there. Oh, yeah, let's oh, play, play, let's play, play it. as we go out because we got time. Go ahead. Nail it. G.I. Joe Retaliation is the best. The little Hispanic music in the background. Yeah. They're gonna wish they never touched the hair on her head. <laughs> Christopher Walken, so good. A man can be an artist. And anything, food, whatever. <laughs> it depends on how good he is at it. Creasy's art is death. He's about to paint his masterpiece. Like, Bam! There it is. <laughs> How intense of a scene is that? Let's jump out to a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to get into the new yeah, Colt Baldridge no section. Oh, yeah. Earth already Welcome back to episode 78 of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Joey Savage, seven weeks strong eating Chinese food. (laughs) Corey DLG, I have no confessions. And I wonder why they haven't fired me yet. And you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check us out at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Podcast drops tomorrow. Give us a like, share us with your friends, tell your moms about us. Your this, mom already knows about me. Yeah, so does yours. Change my diapers. Not weird. Not, Not weird, weird at, all. at all. All right, Colt. We uh, have turned the Nico DLG segment into the uh, hipster Padawan sec- segment. It's all yours, buddy. So this week I want to talk about difficulty and hard games. Okay. Recently, okay. All okay right. so recently I've been filled up with playing this game called Cuphead. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. Okay, so imagine Doubt if... It. Walt Disney came out of a portal from, like, 1930 and made a Dark Souls-like platformer. Oh, wait. Is this the hand-drawn animated? Yes. Okay. It is so... Is it called Fantasia? No, no, no. It's it's actually a hand-drawn animated video game. Okay. So all the animations in this game are hand-drawn, and they're done in the style of early Walt Disney. That's actually a pretty apt uh, description there, and that's actually pretty impressive. Oh, it's it's really interesting. And the cool part, the... So, you know, remember playing old-style platformers where if you touch anything, you die. Right. Now, the way Cuphead works is you have three strikes in your house. You hit get hit something by three times, and you're dead. However, the game is so demanding that you learn how it works, and the controls are responsive to a certain degree, where if you die, it's because it's 100% your fault and not because the game bugged out and it messed you up over. And so that's hmm. the kind of that's the kind of thing that makes those games really good. I don't die in games. 
You're so full of it. It's because I only play sports games. That's fair. Okay. So I can't die. Uh, except when your kid beats is... you in Injustice too. Yeah, that's pretty true. But I don't get die. I knock out. I get knocked out. Uh, that's fair. Um. Yeah. So I never died in a game. Woo. Not true. I definitely, when I play games, I'm very aware of the difficulty settings because there's a lot. You I'm, die a lot. I'm not good at games. Okay. I am not good at video games. I love playing them. I'm terrible at them. Um, and that only gets reaffirmed when I play online. So I know that even still right now, I'm terrible at video games. I never go online. Um, oh, it's a completely different playing field. Like, you know those games you play in split screen with, like, you and your buddies in the living room? Right. Like Halo or Call of Duty and then just, like, I was the kid that dominated a mo- local multiplayer. But when I migrated to online, yes, it's like a whole other. It's just like it's this other tier that. So after didn't like, realize existed after like six months of playing Overwatch online, I never progressed out of the beginner bracket. I never promoted no, out of didn't. it. I never earned enough points to move up. I was always just a beginner. So my first taste of online play uh, was Madden, probably twenty thirteen, maybe twenty twelve. But uh, I was like super, like you. I was super good at Madden. All the boys around, I'm I'm wrecking folks, man. Right. I'm the Madden king of my little circle, <laughs> and so I go online and I join this online league. It's like everyone has a team. Like, dude, this is gonna be sweet. It's an online dynasty. Blah blah blah. And I got my cheese kicked in. And I said, yeah, <laughs> this is not fun. I'm gonna go back to playing the computer. This is not for me. Yeah, I'm out. And so then the only time, the only time I go online with anything now is I would go online and play um, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. Right. But I know I'm not good at first-person shooters. I am terrible. Right. So I would just go on and just be that moron that is just goes crazy. The guy holding the whole team back? Yeah. I just want to be that guy. When, you're, you're the guy everybody yeah, I go. Yeah, I go on yeah. just to have fun. I know I'm not going to win. I know I'm not going to ever be number one in all the kills. No, never. I'm just going in there and My kill-death ratio is never even positive. Like, I just go I've killed five people. I've died 38 times. Yeah. Like I'm giving the other team a lot of points and not helping us if I at finish all. Even? Oh man. It's a win. Oh man. I'm four four and four? Yes. Four deaths, four kills. I hit a hot streak one time playing Overwatch and I finished ahead. I had like eight kills, three deaths. I didn't know what to do. I yeah. almost took photos of the If TV I ever screen. get into double digit kills too, oh, I don't care how many about deaths it. I have. I'm in forget double digits. This is amazing. There's this guy I know who, um, <laughs> he streams Destiny 2, and he's one of those players that's been playing forever, and he doesn't, forever. he doesn't like playing PvP, like, especially in that's broadcasting. That's player player. Yeah, because yes. he just, he'll get people who'll be like, hey, 1v1 me, bro, and they actually get into the match in 1v1, and he just wipes the floor with them. It's, it's 1v1 is brutal. 1 versus 1. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, it's, um, I'm bad I mean, there's no other way to yeah, put it. I'm good. terrible well, yeah, at online. When we get to the online element of gaming, forget about it. I'm the worst. Forget about um, it. But I, it's fun to do it all the way up until, like, the guy gets on the mic and he's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? That's why I don't wear a headset. Uh, but, yeah, but they come through your TV. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. The worst thing that ever happened to me, and I'm going to I'm gonna use, uh, I'm going to change the language Please because do. Because it, it was terrible. Please do, sir. Uh, so I'm, it, this, is the, this is the experience that turned me off from playing online. I'm playing Madden with a buddy. Um, I've won a couple matches. I'm, I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe maybe I am maybe one of those guys. Maybe I'm one of those guys who can play Madden online. Because I am also one of those can't touch my local wreckers, not good so uh, play me. next level. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We had, yeah, that's true. We, we had a league going together. Super Bowl champs four years in a row. <laughs> those Titans were terrible. My giants uh, were amazing. So 
So anyway, uh, I get on there and I'm playing this guy and I think it's a grown man. And we get to the end of the game and I accidentally, it's my own fault. I, I should have knelt the ball instead I called a run play. I fumbled the ball. Uh, on the run play, literally from quarterback to running back, the ball just falls to the ground. Okay. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never seen that before. Like, oh my gosh. So I kind of panic, but the other team recovers it and runs it back for a game-winning touchdown as time expires. Ooh, that's the worst. And as he's running back, all of a sudden I hear this high-pitched little girl laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's coming through my TV, it's coming through my speakers, and I'm I suddenly realize I'm losing to a kid. And then on top of that, he says one of the worst things possible. He he calls me the P word. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you're a P word. What are you even doing on here, B? And then he scores the touchdown and time has expired. And I'm sitting there and there's what can I say to this yeah. this eight year old at this point who A just beat me on a game that I should have won, just beat me. And then B, he's talking like the cruelest trash possible. I have a few choice words that would have worked there. Um, but I, didn't, I can't say them on I, air. I didn't want to be the guy who yells. I didn't want to be the grown up who yells at the kid. And I was like mid twenties at this point. I would have. And I literally, oh, I, I just, I just said, I said, you know what? You tell your mom what you just said. And I yeah. turned off the like I was, I just turned everything off. I didn't know what else to do. I walked out of my own room like my room had punished me. And I'm standing in the living room of my apartment, like hands on my hips, like I don't even know what to do right now. I used like to, he ruined it for me. I used to love when we had her on my league. And oh then, man! Because then I like I want to play. Like, like, but Ali Corey's already played. Like I have to play two in a row so that he can play. He's waiting on me. <laughs> like I need to play. <laughs> she like, used to get mad at me for that, and I would have to cover for you and be like, yeah, yeah, I was waiting on him, and it was it was not cool. But in my head, I was like, he's like way ahead of me. Like yeah. I need him to slow down because I haven't had time to play. <laughs> Man, that was those were bad because that was the Jake Locker Titans that I was trying to turn around and I couldn't get anything going. And you you turned Geno Smith into like the MVP quarterback. But if we'd have played a couple more seasons, you'd have been in trouble because yeah. you would you'd overpaid all these great players. <laughs> so his cap was out of crazy out of whack. And he's like, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> I think we just stopped. We did. I don't even remember. I wanted to keep going. I wanted to be. But your cap situation, like you would have had to left the Jets. We you would have oh, the Giants. Yeah. You would ruin the Giants. Yeah. Also, you made yourself Mike Ditka. I feel like that helped. Four Super Bowl wins, man. I, mean, what I feel like do? he. I feel like he hijacked Mike Ditka's stats. I won the first Super Bowl without Geno Smith too. Did you? Josh Freeman. Oh, at quarterback. Oh, that's terrible. Man, that was such a fun game. That well, we had fun. Rookie Odell Beckham. <laughs> you guys ever played the Tiger Woods golf games? I did. I did the uh, ones on PS3. They're too complicated to me. I like them. It was fun. Really. The PS3 one was good, or the PS, the first one. I think I played the first two. It was on PlayStation Two when I was in college. I would much rather play the Golden Tee because that one, as a golf experience, is a little bit easier for me to comprehend what I'm fair. doing. Oh, my favorite one, what, Silver see, Strike Bowling. What you okay, do? That's the best one. Yeah. What you do is you you set the gameplay style down to like arcade. So you can button mash to do all the swing power and the spin, and then it really gets fun. <laughs> spin, spin, spin. But see, that's one of the ones where like you pick oh, the man. ball and then like you Dude. choose where you hit. It's too complex for so me. So when I was in college, I remember one time it was right towards the end Did of the semester. You just dude me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I want to hear this. Oh, dude, we picked up this tennis game for PlayStation Two, <laughs> and literally one night it was me and my roommate Ben Houston. Shout out. What up? And then uh, a friend of ours, his name is Brian Braquet, and he had a band back then. But I don't remember what it was. But the three of us stayed up one night. We're supposed to study for this exam. And by four in the morning, we haven't studied because we've been playing this tennis game <laughs> all night long. <laughs> and we've got it on the hard level. Like there's, It took us like, it literally took us two and a half hours to win this one like 
one tournament. Oh, this one tournament. tournament thing. Oh lord! Because like we kept losing and then having to, you know, start over. Can I tell you what video game I did get? <sighs> and it was impossible to get a career going because I purposely said it as hard as possible because I was going to try and take this seriously. Yeah, what's up? It was the World Series of Poker on PlayStation Three. Uh, I can, as a poker player, I cannot play those games. Right, and it, it it was frustrating because I was like, I'm not this bad, but I can't get a career going at all in the like player career mode. Like by the second tournament, I'm I'm busted out of cash, and they're like borrow money and i'm like no don't, no, I don't no. Want to. right the hardest thing for me to ever get so i love baseball it is my favorite sport of all of them and i love playing baseball games but my thing that i love about baseball the most professional baseball is it's such a long season that i can enjoy it for half the year but when you go into a video game and one game takes you 45 minutes right it's nine right, innings right it's very hard to get a 162 game season in. right so i end up doing a lot of simulation and then it's never, i never get the real feel of like i could probably hit 200 home runs if i played every single game right and so like i like to do that i like to build the team and simulate the season yeah it's to, fun to see way. how it performs like get to the playoffs and right play that but former roommate uh brandon chadwick Where? he played every game and therefore he wouldn't get a new one until he like yeah. wore out the old one so he was playing like 2007 NBA on his PlayStation 3. He had like Elijah one, like still playing in like, it was just like, I gotta weird. finish it. Right. Well, I felt the same with Madden, like when we were playing our thing. Right. I couldn't buy the next one. Until we, right. Because I'm already hooked. I'm six we're, seasons in on this we're, one. We're, yeah, exactly. We were deep on that one. That was the same thing he was doing. He was like, I've got this team. Going deep on that one. Right. He built this team and he was like, I got a dynasty built here. Like, I can't leave it. Can't start over. Right. Let's start over though on this segment. <laughs> Difficulties in games. We're gonna take a break. When we get back. We're gonna talk movie etiquette. Oh, Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh. Hey friends, this is Kylin with Nerd Thug Radio. Check out nerdthugradio.com under the blog section to read my video game blogs and check out Nerd Thug Radio on Facebook. Welcome back to Dark Dark Radio! I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm the intern. I just like to do fun stuff. Um, we'll call it fun. As always, nerdthugradio.com. All kinds of fun stuff there. Past Check guests, us out. Check us out. Uh, links to all the past shows, photos, chances to buy our t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, links to the blogs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've started uh, my Savage of the Week. Oh. I'm going to put up every Monday. That started last week. It you, was the, You brought uh, it back, huh? It was the Miami Dolphins line coach was the Savage of the Week. <laughs> um, Kai, oh, so you're not doing Savage Babes anymore. No, I'm just doing Savage of the Week. Okay. All right. Okay. And then um, and it's just a short little excerpt, little quick. You, I like it. I like it. takes it. you five minutes. I like it. Uh, look soon. For the DLG rant of the week. Yes, That's no, coming. that is coming. That is coming. Blog's there. Kai's got a new blog out uh, about scary video games, and I believe Chris has just put one up too. So, hey, we're rolling there. We're rolling there. Boop, boop. Um, so, off off camera, <laughs> DLG, we were, uh, when BMAC was in earlier, we were kind of goofing off about different things that have happened in the movie theaters. Right, right. And we um, were telling the story. What's of etiquette. So, just, just tell the story of... so. We're, we're here recording, and there's music playing outside, and DLG couldn't hear it. Right. And I was like, no, it's there. You're just deaf. He's like, oh, yeah, I am deaf in, in this left ear. Right. And then it spurned this story, which has spurned this segment. Right. Start us off. So uh, I was, on a, I was on, on a date in a movie theater one time, and I get elbowed about halfway through the movie. She's sitting on my left, and I didn't think about it. it just I'm used to it. I make adjustments. I live accordingly. Right. Uh, I don't hear my left ear. Uh, 
had a cyst inside my head. They took it out. The hearing bones went with it. I I woke up deaf in my left ear. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, she's sitting on my left side. I get this elbow about halfway through the movie, though, and she's like, are you really just going to ignore me this whole movie? And I hadn't heard a word she had said. And apparently she'd been asking me questions and talking to me about this movie the whole time. My thought process is... Does she not pay attention before the movie starts? You don't talk during a movie. Yeah, and I'm I'm big Silence. on that. I'm big on the no talking during the I'm movie. I'm huge on that. Unless the movie really stinks and everyone knows it. Right. Like, everyone's cracking jokes. For example, I saw a preview for the new Medea. Ugh. And my first thought was like, are the tickets going to be cheaper for this? Because it's clearly not going to be as good as a real movie. No, those movies are um, dumb. They do. And this is the my, my mom loves them though. And this is the Medea Halloween thing. Ugh, so like, this is like a Halloween spoof. With Medea in it. Ugh, it's like Perry. Tyler Perry is just asking for like, it's, it's like he set up a Patreon and was like, everyone just send me $8. Like Medea goes to prison. They were plays, right? They were like stage plays at first. The uh, first I one believe was a, Diary of a Mad Black Woman was a stage a play, play, right? Play. Yeah. yeah. And then it just spurned off Medea. She was in that, right? Right. Yeah. She she was the side character and he plays like three different characters. It was great. It was right. good. And then now it's like this big, it's and, like Land Before Time 12. And essentially it them. is, right. And essentially Tyler Perry has created... Uh, he's the largest independent studio, I think, pre-Marvel. Pre-Marvel. And, and like, he had built his own set where he also used that set to film his TV shows and his movies. So, like, he was doing everything out of this one place, and it kind of built it up and built it out. And uh, I remember Oprah came and, and did, got the tour. When she started her own network, that was one oh, of her network. first big interviews was the Tyler Perry interview. You know she's been on the cover of O Magazine for, like, five years in a row? Undefeated. Undefeated, Undefeated. Bro. It helps that she owns it. Right, it um, does. But Undefeated. So Tyler Perry comes on there and he's got the whole thing. And he really has built this empire out of banking. Uh, I mean, for, for what I'm going to say, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but, but essentially black films. Right. Like, it's about the black family structure. It's about mm -hmm. the their situation and their movie. Yeah. And Fair so enough. he's the only, and really he's the only black filmmaker in town. Like, by all means. Besides Spike Lee? Mm, I, I, when was the last time Spike Lee made a movie? I don't know. I mean, he's he's essentially at this point Nick's ticket holder, Spike that's Lee. That's all he does. <laughs> Who's Spike Lee? Oh, is he the guy that's always at the Knicks game? Yep. Yep, that's Nailed him. It. That's him. Uh, he used to make movies. Ask Shannon Jackson about it. Ooh, yeah. Um, but so basically, at this point, you know, Tyler Perry's the only game in town that caters to that crowd, and so he's built up this following. Yeah, why but, not? But that movie looks awful. The only time I really talked a bunch during a movie is I, I went on a date. I was like 16, 17 at the time, and it was when a uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out. <sighs> And so, like, I was... First of all, that's like a three-hour movie. I was semi-dating this white chick that was really into kung fu and, like, the Asian theme of okay. stuff. all right. And you were her yellow fever I solution? Guess. We I worked together, and, and we were both, like, rap music. Okay. And we were white, so it worked, I guess. You two, I'm getting a mental picture right yeah. now. Jinkos. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. No, I never owned a pair of Jinkos. <laughs> My mom wouldn't let me. I wore Dickies. So anyways, My mom yeah. bought me one pair of Jinkos. Never had them. And so we went to this movie, and it's subtitled because it's all in right, you know, and it's also three hours yeah. long. And I mean, the movie's okay, but there wasn't a whole lot of people in there, and so we were just cracking jokes the whole time. I was like, <laughs> any minute, Tupac is going to show up in this film. <laughs> I just know it. It's a pretty successful date, though. I tell you what, my jokes worked that time. Oh yeah, yep. Popcorn bucket. Woo. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. There was so one time I went to Alamo Draft House with a buddy of mine. Yeah, that's a good place. And uh, they were doing like a fun. They had cut Titanic down to an hour and a half. And yeah. They had these two improv comics. Yeah, those are cool. And they were basically like, hey, if you got a joke, shout it out. Have a good time. We're all here hanging out. And so I didn't have anything to say during Titanic because uh, they were pretty funny. Uh, also, it was cut surprisingly well. And so, but then flip it from there. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, they were like, hey, uh, we need to use the room for a bunch of uh, 
we found a bunch of old tapes. Okay, okay. And we need to use the room to put these to just watch and screen them because we don't have another screen to shoot on right now okay. that's free. You guys are free to hang out. We don't know where these are from. We don't know what these are. So if you see something you recognize or a person you know so that we can IMDB it, you know, shout, shout it out. out. So I kind of felt like this was like an open atmosphere setting. Right. So they're putting these different movies on, and I'm making jokes during those during what's going on. And one of them's like a Western. And I made a couple pretty I was pretty they were pretty good. Yeah. Uh and my buddy who's with me though, eventually he leans over and he goes, I don't think we're still doing the joke thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, seriously? And he was like, Yeah, legitimately, I I don't I don't believe we're we're supposed to be doing that. But like no one had looked at me or said anything or given me like the scoff. Yeah. Or like and the guys who were actively watching these to try and figure out what they are, like none of them looked back at me like, who's this bozo? Um, so I think I think I was in the clear, right? But he was definitely like he definitely knows. Like, it was very ah. awkward. Yeah, he was like, I don't think we're doing the joke thing anymore. Man, one of my favorite movie stories. It was during the day, and so this is whenever I think it was in college. I had to be in college. It was me and a couple of buddies, and I can't say the name of the film because I don't think I can say this word on air. But <laughs> it's the films that Johnny Knoxville and Bam uh, and all them made, right? I hate those. I love those. I like, hate those. I love those, those movies. They're, They're fun movies. And so no, I think it was, that's what's wrong with your generation, and that's what was wrong with our generation. I, I want to say it was Is part— Is that we embraced that? I want to say it was part three. So that was the worst one. It was awesome. That was the one with the bungee and the, and the porta potty That was great. It was terrible. And so we go in, and we sit, and we're in the back, and it's me and my two buddies, and there's two elderly couples, like halfway in there— and then on the very bottom, right? Right. And um, like five minutes into the movie, they get up and walk out. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, you know, you saw the title of the movie. Right. Why would you buy the Maybe they were in the this? wrong theater. Maybe they know. went in the wrong one. But um, then we had the whole theater to ourselves, so it was like super awesome. So the, the movie where I had that happen was the movie Crash. Okay. If you remember that, it was a very racially charged movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of comments get made in that movie. A lot of things are said. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Some hateful, some angry, but it's a, it's it's a very it's a movie about race. Right, right. And so some things some things go down in the movie. So while while the movie's going on, after one of the comments gets made, this couple gets up and walks out. Right. And in my head, I was like, well, you know, I mean, the the previews do a good job of telling you what kind of explaining going what this, on. Yeah, like people aren't watching this movie going, what's the story here? So to right. me, it was a little odd. Um, that people were getting up with that. Also, The Life Aquatic of Steve Zizou. That <sighs> movie's great. I love it. I love those movies. That one, Royal Tenenbaums. So I took a bunch of my buddies to see that. I was like, you guys are going to love this movie. This guy they is hilarious. It. All of them hated it. One of my, the Riddler, got up and left. Everyone was like, the Riddler was the smart one, and we blame you for that. I like Wes Anderson's movies. I do too. And like, all good. I realize oh, yeah. now it takes a degree, like the a Royal Tenenbaum. Takes a type Life of person. Aquatic, Darjeeling Limited. Right. They're not open Grand to everybody. Hotel. Yep. Oh my god. That's a great love, one. Oh my, love great that one. movie. Great one. But so it takes a certain a type of person. Right I know. I saw you that. Like that. That's gonna wind up in a YouTube mashup. Great um, one. But so it takes a certain type of person to do like to get into those. You got to be in a certain mood to enjoy. I a Wes Anderson. So a lot of the movies that you mentioned in your top threes are like action films right. and like mainstream type movies. Right. I, besides all of my Marvel and superhero movies, I very much like the independent and the weird movies. Like the El Mariachis. Yeah, just just the weird stuff. Right. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I love those Wes Anderson stuff, man. Yeah, no, and, so they're, and they're good. They're, they are good. 
But yeah, everybody wanted to watch. Like everyone hated the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. So good, and it was it was I great. Love that movie. I was dying laughing with all my friends glaring at me. It's because they're not smart enough. It probably made it better that all my friends were glaring at me. Yeah, that's the kind of friend I am. They were smart enough to get that humor. <laughs> no, they just it just wasn't their bit. And I like in hindsight, it wasn't their bit. Like there are other things we could have gone and seen. What's the worst movie? Real quick, we got a couple minutes. What's the worst movie you bought a ticket to go see? <sighs> the Last Airbender. I've got a tie. Okay, all I've, right, I've that's pretty tie. bad. I've I never tie. <clears throat> Um, you go ahead and do yours because I'm trying to think of like tie, I very rarely hate a movie I go to see. I went and bought tickets to see Drumline, okay, and Step Up. <laughs> Why? I think Drumline. Uh, no, Step Up. My best friend Mike Castro, shout out, what up? Uh, him and his girl really wanted to see that movie, and you just like tagged them. So I was like, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll bring a date. Fine, let's go watch it. And it was horrible, right? And Drumline, just because I play drums, I was like, oh, this could be a good movie. This sounds right. awesome. Those aren't movies you buy tickets to. Those are movies you rent catch on, on TV. DVD. Right. Those are movies when TBS airs them. You watch. All right. It. Come on. What's yours? I, I'm trying to think like of a movie that like I was really disappointed. Um, there's been a couple horror movies that I was not scared of at all that I yeah. really thought were stupid. That like I um, come the, on. The Ring. The Ring was one that I watched all the way through the theater and was like, I saw that one too. And it, that that was it. That was the whole thing. That's a stick. Uh, the girl comes out of the TV. Great. Moving awesome. on. Yeah. Not scared. Um. Also, one that I, one that went the other way was that skater movie that Heath Ledger's in and oh, Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, it's a great movie. So a couple of people dragged me to it, and I was like, I'm not really not that interested. Uh, thought it was great. They hated it yeah. because they were ready, like they had built it up, and I had no expectations going in. My eight dollars was happy. Theirs was not. Well, I hope you were happy with this uh, show segment or no episode seventy eight of Nerd Thug Radio. As always, you can catch us at nerdthugradio.com. The podcast drops tomorrow. We're on YouTube. Just Google us. You'll find us everywhere. We are everywhere. And as always, DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Nerd Thug Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.